1: The game of baseball has been littered with characters, personalities, guys who you just say, I bet you they have a story or six to tell. Well, guess what? We're lucky enough to have one in the city of Atlanta. His name is Ron Washington. He just turned 70. What we were thinking about is, I wonder what Ron Washington has seen. There was something that happened in the game when I said, if Ron Washington ain't seen it, it ain't ever happened. Ron Washington's going to tell us some stories. It's called Story Time with Wash. We're going to go through in an eight and 10 minute segments The idea of what's it like to be a minor league player. What's, what are the conditions in the minor league? What's it like to go to bed the night before a World Series is going to start? And so many things in between. The players he played with, the guys he played against, the people he has respect for. What's it like to grow up in New Orleans in the 50s and 60s? To have older brothers and then try to figure out, can I be the best athlete of the bunch? There's a whole bunch going on. Today we talk about how Ron Washington got to the major leagues. We've got other stories coming up. It's story time with Wash. If you were writing a scouting report on you, the 1971 version of you, what would it read? What would it say?
2: Fastball's inside. Um, you know, you can handle off speed, you can handle the ball away, but the hardest thing for a pitcher to do is stay inside and you have to have a, a mindset that you understand your weaknesses and you don't try to protect your weaknesses until you have to. You're always in the go, the mold go of I'm gonna do everything I can, that when he doesn't hit my weakness, I'm gonna make him pay. Speed, how would you grade yourself? Speed, I I thought I was pretty good. I I wasn't the fastest guy, but I was knowledgeable about knowing what pitchers did. I was very knowledgeable on the base pads, knowing when I could take an advantage, when I couldn't take an advantage. Um, When you got a pitcher out there that's giving you trouble trying to steal a base, then you have to go to other things. Look for the ball in the dirt. Uh, start trying to see if you can find the grip to know when an off-speed pitch is being thrown. So there's other ways to do things other than the commonplace. Okay, I got a, a a key, but if my key isn't working because this guy is quick to the plate, then you have to find other ways to do things.
1: Your glove, your arm, the 1971 version of you. How would you rate it? I would say it was about a six
2: plus. Um, I'm not going to go out there and say I had a cannon but I had a decent enough arm that whenever the ball was hit where I was, I could make the play from any place.
1: So for people who don't understand, you had a little bit of a different path because you're drafted by the Royals. Explain what the Royals did as a, I don't know if they called it a university or a school. They actually wanted to do something that they thought, they thought they were going to revolutionize the game in some way. And to me, it did revolutionize the game. I wasn't drafted.
2: I was signed as a free agent. And I went to what they call a baseball academy.
1: At the academy,
2: Thank Yes, you. where we uh, learn baseball on chalkboard. We all sit in the classroom. We learn baseball on the chalkboard. We, 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 we. like cutoffs and relays. Mm-hmm. We, we wrote up a cutoff and relay on the chalkboard. And the whole idea was for every person that was on that field, and every person that was sitting in the dugout could look out on the field and knew what was supposed to happen when the ball was put in play. So everyone had some place to go. We learned that on the chalkboard, and then we went out on the field and did it. So how did you hear that this was actually happening? The academy? Yeah. I didn't. I went to a trial camp in New Orleans, and it was the Kansas City Royals. And um, I didn't know about an academy until I was chosen to join them. Then I got all the brochures of what their plan was. (laughs) So I was a non-drafted guy that came out of a trial camp and went to this baseball school. It was a baseball school. Like I said, we learned our baseball on the chalkboard before we went out on the field.
1: Where was the location, where did they actually go? Sarasota, Florida. And how long was it supposed, like what did you know going in about how long you might be down there with them?
2: Well, what I knew going in and what I didn't know going in was when I went in, I thought I was going to the Kansas City Royals. I got off a plane in Sarasota, Florida and they said it was a a baseball school. So I was naive. I was from New Orleans. didn't know much about the outside world. So I actually thought I was going to the Kansas City Royals and I found out I was going to a baseball school.
1: So how do you then change what it is you know, have you have to do to impress? There's there's moments where you're going to be, you're graded, judged against everybody else. What was your mindset about how you stand out? Well,
2: at 16, 17 yeah. years
1: old, I had what they call attitude. <laughs> um,
2: I've always had effort in what I did and I just had to learn the commitment part of it. So. Um, When I got to that academy, I wasn't afraid of anything, because one thing I always knew is I could play baseball. Mm -hmm. And it didn't matter the competition, because when I grew up, I played against a higher level of competition than my age. So when I got to this academy, uh, the first thing I found out when I got there, uh, his name was Buzzy Keller. He ran the academy. And he said, you got one foot on the step of the airplane and one foot on the ground. And there were guys from other parts of the country going, Jesus, what is this guy talking about? I said, he said, you got to have your game together. You your understood game. it. Yeah. If your had, game
1: not together, you're going back home. Had you been around adults enough, older siblings, that you'd... That's not code. I know exactly what it means. They're going to ask me to go. They're going to ask you to go. If you can't do this, you're going to be gone. Well, I,
2: I hung out with my older brothers, mm-hmm. so I was always playing at a high level of competition. Although, I've only played 10 games in high school. When I met these guys from Michigan and, and from around the country, Kansas City, they was playing 60, 70 games. I only played 10. But in those 10 games, I performed. So I never doubted my performance because I remember one time I was playing football with my older brothers and this guy just kept knocking me into this fence. And I come back in the dugout sort of wimping and my brother said, what's wrong with you? I said, well, he keep knocking me in the fence. He said, I'm gonna tell you two things. You either find a way to get around him and stop him from knocking you in the fence or go home. Well, I wasn't going home. So I stopped the guy from knocking me into the fence. How many older brothers did you have? I have, uh, there was 10 in my family, there was eight
1: boys, and I'm number six of the eight, so I had five brothers uh, ahead of me. If you were gonna rank the athletic ability, raw athletic ability, where did you fit in? in I was number one. You were? Well, my older brother played football, but he got that Bo, Bo Jackson uh, hip. hip.
2: He was playing and he grabbed his leg and pulled his hip out and that was it, but as far as the athletes
1: in the family, I'm number one. When you were in 10 years old, 11 years old, were you, That kid too, you stand out as an athlete? When I was 10 and
2: 11 playing summer ball, I was playing with 13-year-olds. I played 13-year-old three years because when I played with the 10 and 11, every time I hit the ball, it was a home run. (laughs) I'm not saying that I was some superstar. It's just that I had that eye-hand coordination ability till I played 13-year-old ball early in my career. And when I was
1: 13, I played 15-year-old ball. I wasn't playing with my group. I was always ahead of my group. So when you go down there, I'm asking physically, what size are you? Because, again, size has always been something that people have said, well, what, what do you overcome? Well, you're really fast. He's got a big arm. Uh, gets to everything. What was the the thought on you physically? Well,
2: I was a 138-pound catcher. Right. I signed as a catcher.
1: I didn't start playing the infield until
2: my third year in pro ball. Okay. So I signed as a catcher. I was a 138 pound catcher that led off and stole bases. So... You're a unicorn. Yeah. I I mean, I love the game of baseball and I wasn't afraid of anything or anyone when it came to baseball because I felt like I could play it. And so that's why I played higher competition. I never worried about who I was playing against. I just was making certain that when a ball was hit to me or thrown to me or thrown at me when I was in the batter's box, I took
1: care of business so where do you go at like what happens when there's grades given out so what happens to you next how do you actually get a contract
2: well in this trial camp yeah it's unbelievable there was 156 kids out of 156 i was the only one signed i was a catcher at the time i threw down the first base to second base one time i took one swing at a bat i ran a 60-yard dash and they pulled me out the crowd and sent me home and then a week later, I got a phone call. They brought me to another trial camp. Were they afraid you were going to be seen by somebody else, maybe? Well, or at that time, I didn't know what to yeah. think because I was young. But now I look back on it, that's what happened. Yeah. They pulled me out of that camp. That camp went on for about three or four more days. And then a week later, I got a call. They brought two guys back, and both of us was catchers. We swung the bat. We ran the 60. We did some drills. And a week later, I got a phone call. I was the only guy they chose. Where do they send you that? Sarasota, Florida. Yeah.
1: In the next episode of Storytime with Wash, we're going to talk about the minor leagues.
2: I was only making $550 a month. I wasn't making any money. I wasn't a bonus baby. If I'd have got some bonus money, that would have been different.
1: Not just what it takes to get your ABs and figure out how to move up. And Ron Washington made an appearance in 77 and didn't come back to 81. But we're also going to talk about the conditions. What's it like to be 17, 18, 21, 23 years old as a minor league baseball player? And what were the minor leagues like in the 70s into the early 80s? Really different than they are today. It's story time with Wash.
0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy. Celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.